This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me, as always, from down under, uh, on this, a Father's Day for the Southern Hemisphere, Jared Morgan. G'day, Chris. I'm wearing my big pointy hat <laughs> at yes, the moment. Uh, it, it's a, for those people who aren't joining us, it's a, it's a red paper crown with um, paper triangles stuck all around it. Uh, and what you can't see uh, is the little jewels on the top of each point of the crown. Oh, there you go. So it's, 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 it's very, the deluxe, very good. It's the deluxe Burger King crown for uh, those thinking of visual reference here. That's uh, <laughs> it is the deluxe Burger King crown. So I did very well today at Father's Day. I got some more cologne, and I got rattling the paper here. I got the biggest log of Rocky Road you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's, this is that's definitely a log of something brown and lumpy. Yes. Right. <laughs> scale. This is this is actually my hand. My goodness. And that's the <laughs> that's the length of the rocky road. So it's huge. It will be a share on that one. <laughs> I was gonna say there's uh, a few calories in that one. Yeah, that's right. That one's definitely a diet piece of uh, rocky road. <laughs> so we'll be sharing that one. And later on today, we'll be going to see the Secret Life of Pets. Very uh, good. At the cinema. Yes, yeah, so that'll be fun. Yep. That is a an, uh, an amusing movie. Yeah, it looks really good. I've heard interesting things about Sausage Fest as well, which I think I'd like to go and see, but <laughs> following up with the kids. Yeah, that's that's one I'll wait for video and uh, have the yeah. headphones on and, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and laugh your head off. But <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. It's going to be so yeah, good. Though I think I was watching something when a commercial for that came on and my son kind of came in and he was like, What's that? And I'm like, just ignore it. You're not going to be able to see it. <laughs> Until you're 18. <laughs> yeah. It's great. There's a um, uh, South Park is going to be having their 20th season, which is just mind-blowing to me. 20th uh, season. 20th season okay. starting up. And so they've been running a commercial that has been basically, uh, uh, we've been with you throughout all the years. And so it starts with this dad and his little baby and watching South Park, and it shows this kid watching South Park throughout the years, yeah. and and of course they're showing just the most vile portions of the TV show, and, <laughs> we'll and you know here you got this, and, this, and it turns out it's a girl, and, and she's all just you know prim and nice, and looks like a perfectly pleasant girl, and and it's, so it's all her little life events happening, and then married with these South Park moments, it's, it's pretty funny because it's, it's, awesome. it's just so wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's so wrong, it's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. That would be typical South Park. They wouldn't do it any differently, would they, when they were promoting their own yeah, show? 20th anniversary? Of course not. Because the Simpsons are up to like nearly 30 seasons now, right? They're, they're... 20, 26 or 27, yeah. Mm, they're very close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty impressive. 20 seasons of South Park. <laughs> I stopped watching probably up to about season 8, I think. You know what? There was a part, there was a time when I stopped watching, and then I started watching it again probably. I don't know, maybe six seasons ago, six or seven seasons ago, mm-hmm. and I was blown away at the leaps and bounds of how much better the writing was. Because it used to just oh, be, God. you know, you, you it was kind of your typical TV show, you know, and some of the jokes were getting kind of old, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then they all of a sudden went started going topical. Oh. And it was brilliant, just nailing. And and the thing is, is because they literally write their show and animate it in one week. And Did they? Th- yeah, they do. They they do wow. what they call this crunch period, where all of a sudden they'll have some outlines and everything. Mm. They'll sit in there and go, and they'll just go six days in a row, just nonstop, and then turn that show in, you know, four days later. So they were well, able to really hit upon some of the news items that were were happening, and it was it was it was fantastic. It was just like brilliant. I mean, they would scrap entire episodes that they had already planned because something would happen in the news. They're like, nope, that's what we're going to be we're talking about. We're going to be parodying exactly. Ah, and, right. and now they've morphed into doing season-long arc of storyline, oh, which right. has opened up a whole new battery of just humor. So they're, they're, it's better than ever. I mean, I... Oh, wow, okay. I've got some things you have to do yet. then. I just don't yeah. know. I, I, I watched one sort of... Like, you know, I live work in a pretty geeky organization, so right. we do share around a few um, YouTube videos of, of South Park snippets, and I watched a couple the other day, and I was sort of sitting there just going, uh, okay, I I mean, I used to watch this when I was like 21 or right. 22. Right. And I'm looking at it now going, oh, it's a little bit sort of, <laughs> the humor was a little bit sort of cheap, but maybe that was the, uh, like the earlier seasons that, I, that they were taking the grabs from. I'm not sure. Maybe I should yeah. give it another go. You got to give it another go. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the, the last season, I think it was the, the takeover of South Park by like Whole Foods, and so <laughs> so it was basically the gentrification of of South Park, and uh, I, th- I think that was last season. Anyway, it was brilliant. Me and me oh, yeah. and this other guy, camera assistant, we were just constantly every because it what airs on Wednesdays, I think every Thursday we were coming in and just like throwing out lines of dialogue at each other and, and stuff. So just it was loving, loving your heads up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, so we had in uh, last week Xenia, also known as Sven, because uh, <laughs> yeah. Sven is much easier to pronounce than Xenia. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Sven joined us for most of the podcast. And that was uh, that was a pretty good fun time. Um, but what it made me realize is that me and Sven have kind of a thing going on with a Zen pinball. All right. And, and so what that is is that uh, because because you've never there is no nostalgia for Zen, you know. Right. Uh, you never worked in it. You never got to play it in an arcade. You never got to physically have the machine. It was never part of uh, any significant moments in your life, you know, that you can uh, recall or flash back to. That's um, right. So it's one of those things that I always find that I can go months without playing it, and I don't really feel like I'm missing it, but then I'll yeah. start playing it again and be like, oh, that's kind of fun. Well, what I realize is you need to have somebody to play against. you got to yeah, have you your foil, and what you ideally need is a foil who is on equal grounds to you. And yes. then is, is that when it comes to then pinball with me. So we like to do back and forth where now and then uh, – all of a sudden, I'll get a tweet from him saying, hey, better check your scores. And I'll check my scores and be like, ah, you bested me on some of these. And then I'll do the exact same thing to him. Yeah. So this past week, I have been playing exclusively all of the 13 Star Wars tables on Zen Pinball FX2. Ah, and I had, I had a better score than Sven on probably six of the tables. So I decided to take care of the, or maybe seven, and yeah, I think it was seven of the tables, and so I decided to take care of the remaining six, 
and uh, just knock him off. <laughs> so I went ahead and uh, worked my butt off. Yeah, because playing pinball is hard work. Um, <laughs> proceeded to get a better high score on all the tables and then sent out a tweet alerting him that uh, I had taken that burden off of his shoulder and uh, he could <laughs> relax now. <laughs> to which he immediately sent a tweet the next day saying, uh, yeah, you might want to check your scores on these two tables. <laughs> For which then I immediately went and took care of one of those tables. <laughs> um, so what it got me, though, realizing is uh, all the different designers, because there's a total of five different designers that have worked on all the various Star Wars tables. And why is it that some of the tables I enjoy, some of them tables I don't, and let's try and pair up if these designers happen to uh, match up to any of the other Zen tables that I actually do like. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I just kind of want to, um, I don't know, do a little summary. You up for that? Yeah, I'm up for a bit of a summary. I haven't touched Zen for ages. I guess I've just been so um, into just, you know, TPA beta testing and stuff that you're right. I never I never fire up Zen because I don't know, maybe it's because the tables tend to be more long play. I don't mm -hmm. have time for long play. But um, yeah, I just haven't played them for ages either. And well, I will I will say this too. One of the reasons why I haven't been playing TPA is because since I'm on the new computer and my save file is not there, uh, none of my wizard goals are Met. Met, yeah. and that bothers me. So, <laughs> meanwhile, I fire up Zen, and hey, look at that. I remembered every single one of my uh, my uh, medals that I've won, or achievements that I've won. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It, just, all, it all just works. Right. That's so, I, I, just, I just don't feel like working and putting in time. I mean, I, yes, my high scores are still uh, up on the leaderboards, yeah. um, but uh, local high scores are all gone, and... Like I said, all the wizard goals are gone. So that that got me also like, yeah, you know what, I'll fire up Zen. Why not? And I actually did try out a bunch of other tables. Um, but the Star Wars ones, I realized that I hadn't touched. I mean, other than a couple of playthroughs, a lot of them I've never put really much time into. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm just going to kind of go through the, in reverse order, uh, what I think of the tables. Okay. So the the table that I hope to never have to play again would be Masters of the Force. Yeah, I can Masters of the I Force. Really regret purchasing that one. Oh my god, it's painful. It's this horrible. is a table that uh, it's they did the same thing with Starfighter Assault, where they split the table in two, basically in half, yeah. and half the side is Sith, half the side is uh, light side, and uh, you're supposed to I. I Honestly, I have not been able to make heads or tails of this table. There's supposed to be some way of shifting the balance towards one side or the other in terms of uh, what your wizard goals are wind up being. But what I have found with this table is it has some of the narrowest shots I've ever come across on any yeah, Zen table. I know. And you break you, everything. Oh yeah, you slightly you slightly miss and nope, your ball's not going to make it. And the thing that's really infuriating about this is some of these shots are basically what would be normally your common shots. These are things that you need to be able to hit a lot and frequently because it's ah, you need to hit this twice in order to get this portion of the thing activated and then you can go ahead and do this. And for starting your main uh, uh, modes. That's right. It's, so it, it is. It's mode driven. Yeah, so... Any time that starting a mode is this much of a hassle, 
is it's ridiculous. Like, I know. It's not much fun. It's uh, You're right. Every time I play it, I go, I, I can't even get to the point where I'm like starting a mode or even like lighting a lock or anything like that. Sort of right. basic, the basic progression things that you want to do in a pinball machine is just like, it's such a slog to get to that. And it's just like, no, I'm done. This table is just unplayable. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a it's like a whitewood proto that they right. didn't take proto. And right. Like, oh, yeah, and the thing of it is, is there's not much scoring unless you can get a mode started. Now, if yeah, you get the right. mode started, then it becomes this the uh, little uh, cardboard cutout Jedi's and uh, you know Sith lords pop up in the middle of the table, and you don't want to hit whichever side you're uh, battling for. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're if you're a Jedi, you don't want to hit your Jedi. You want to only hit Darth Maul, and that's when you score your points. But uh, it's a table that goes from you know, scoring. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, basically, you go from scoring tens of thousands of points to that mode where you're scoring millions. All so right. It's, okay. For a table that's all about balance of the force, it's completely unbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and then there's also this weird thing they call them holocrons. Now I don't remember a holocron ever being in a Star Wars movie. I have no idea what the heck they're talking about. No. But there's these Jedi holocrons and Sith holocrons, and by hitting them, you wind up locking a ball, I'm assuming, and then it opens up this little mini playfield thing, which also yeah. turns out to be one of the most annoying mini playfields that Zen has ever produced. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it's, it is incredibly insufferable. Oh, um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely painful. So that that would be my number uh, thirteen. Uh, number twelve. Uh, now this one I think you actually liked, Jared, but it's uh, oh. Might of the First Order. Might of the First Order. Is that the one with the big flame trail thing? Yeah, you know, there's a stormtrooper with uh, with a, a, a flamethrower. This also is the one that has the sunken playfield. Um, oh yeah, the, where the balls look like they're actually traveling on the top of the playfield, but they're not. Yeah, all right. That's actually, that's actually all right. I I had some fun with that. So the problem that I have with this one is it desperately needs dynamic lighting so that when you're going to be playing the lower playfield, that everything else darks, darkens out and then that yes. lights up. Because I can never tell when I'm playing that field or the top field, and I always get it wrong, and the ball drops so fast that it winds up going right through the flippers on the bottom playfield, and then I'm back to playing on the top. And it's just yeah. that over and over again for me. And then it's on weird. top, I don't, I don't have that problem on mobile at all. I'm, I'm quite e easily able to distinguish the top from the bottom. Maybe it's got something to do with the dynamic lighting you guys get on Steam. Well, um, no, but they're, they're, we don't have any dynamic. I mean, there is no dynamic uh, lighting in Zen. Okay. Well, then it must just be me. <laughs> it must just be you. Yeah, it's all your fault, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all my fault. Um, but it's also a, a one of these tables where, uh. So much of it is obscured. Yeah. Like, the shooting lanes, you you see just the entrance of the lane, and then it's obscured by you know whatever stacked on top of it, and so it yeah. just kind of becomes one of these you know things that are difficult to see. Um, now, interestingly enough, those two tables, both designed by the same designer. Ah, uh, okay, right. That's, uh, it's uh, Zoltan. Um, oh, Zoltan. Okay. Now, Zoltan also designed uh, Fear Itself and Wolverine. Those are two tables I liked. But hmm. he's also the man responsible for Shaman, Tesla, Eldorado, V12, Excalibur, Paranormal, Secrets of the Deep. So, mm, okay. Um, oh, you don't mess with the Zoltan. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the other thing I was going to mention with uh, with Masters of the Force, and this also does apply to Might of the First Order, um, dead passes. The ball, you 
like the ball will come and normally if a ball hits nor towards the uh, upper portion of the flipper, it's gonna you know bounce pass over to the other flipper, right? Mm-hmm. And on these tables, it hits there and it just goes boom like a rocket down straight down the middle. Mm. But if it's towards the middle to front of the flipper, then it'll do a proper bounce over. Mm, sounds so like they've um, bulked the tuning on it. Yeah, it's got some very they and and his on all of his tables, uh, the ball is that lead weight. It's very dead. Yeah. It doesn't have much bounce to it. Um, so it's, they're very clunky feeling. And all uh, the pop bumpers are not tuned to be really responsive and everything. Like they feel right. dead. Everything feels right. floppy and sloppy. Yeah, I hate so that. Essentially, everything that people hate about Zen tables, I'm attributing to him. Yes. Yeah. It's all Zoltan's <laughs> fault. Yeah. Um, so number 11, I'm putting at uh, uh, Starfighter Assault. Again, one of these split in half tables. Half, this, uh, half of it is Empire, half of it is Rebel. Um, mm. The game itself, I don't have... Like, it can be fun, but it is visually difficult to look at. Um, yeah, there's so hard. much going on that you can't tell what's a ramp and what's just a toy. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and then when you hit the pop bumpers, lasers start flying all over the place. And, I mean, there's all... Yeah, it's very busy. And then on top of that, the mission hole up at the top, and it's a... It's very difficult to hit. Let's just put it that way. Oh yeah, off to off to the side. It's actually sort of, of invisible for most yes. views, and you gotta like do a combo to get into it, sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, and I think mission holes should never be requiring a combo. No. <laughs> or any sort of hard. Should be a direct shot into it. Right. Basically. Right. Um. Uh. Moving on, number nine, or excuse me, that was eleven. Number ten, Boba Fett. Which, hey, look at that. It's also designed by Zoltan. Uh, <laughs> right. um, yeah, I could never get into this game either. It just seems like, out of the first Star Wars pack, it's the one I never play. Well, ever. my problem with it is, is that it's hurry up city, and the hurry ups mm. are way too quick. Yeah. And you don't have enough time to figure out, like catch the ball and then figure out where you're going to be shooting before the hurry up ends. Mm. So that's my problem with with that table. Um, if you put in enough time, you start learning it and kind of start getting the patterns of it, and that's interesting. But then if you don't play it for a couple of days and you go back to it, you're back at square one. So it's Yes. It's sort of like, yeah, you're done. You have to relearn it all over again. Yeah. Uh, number nine, I'm putting Darth Vader. Boring uh, table. Uh, yeah. Painfully boring. Uh, it's a grind fest for scoring. And yeah. there's... N- there's just not much going on. I mean, I mean, there's there's a lot of trails for the ball to go, yeah. but it's just a grind fest. And the next thing you know, you open up one multi ball and it's stacked upon stacked. And now that you have no hope of meeting any of the jackpots or whatever, because you don't know what the heck you're supposed to be shooting at. The balls are all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So it's like shoot anything. It's it's pretty much what it is. You're, shoot anything and and hope that you scored well. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, that was one of the tables that took me a long time to beat Zania's score on, just because yeah. it is a grind fest. And it's just like, oh my god, the slog. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't have much patience for those tables. It's, it, if it's not instant gratification, I can start playing it nice and easily, then I'm not interested in playing it, really. Yeah. Uh, number eight, I'm putting Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at that, another Zoltan table. <laughs> yeah. Han Solo, is that the one that's set in the forest? No. Like, you know, in... no, Han Solo's got uh, the cantina, set in the cantina. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty... Yeah. The thing the thing I don't mind about it is that uh, it 
it's very forgiving. Mm. Unlike unlike Boba Fett, Han Solo is very forgiving with the ramps. The yeah. problem is, is the entire time you're going, what the hell is going on? Yes. <laughs> Figuring out what you're supposed to even do to get anything started is just a mystery. <laughs> yeah, you really do need to read the um, the the walkthrough of that yeah. table to understand. Um, maybe you shouldn't really have to. Like pinball is a little about being intuitive. You should be able well, to pick it up and start playing it. I literally two days ago did just that. Read mm-hmm. the walkthrough, then was able to play, get my score. I revisited it just an hour before we record this podcast. So two days later, I had no clue what to do again. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> that's not a good when it doesn't stick. So the only reason why it's it's above the other you know ones that are in front of it, the other five, is just because of it being forgiving and it can be fun to kind of bash around on. And once you do know what's going on, it's entertaining. But mm. there's where it ends. It's it takes a hard it takes a long time to get there. Yeah. Um, moving forward, now we're into kind of this zone where, uh, they're all kind of the samey-samey for me, and they're enjoyable, but they don't really stand out, and that is Mm. A New Hope, Droids, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. I I don't like droids much at all. So, droids, uh, it's, again, you gotta, you got to learn it. Once you've learned it, it becomes a very flowy table. Yeah. Um, which I just, it's another one of those spell ramp mode ones, isn't it? Like everything is. Oh, yeah, I guess. It, well, there's spell a ramp in order to build up uh, uh, what that lane is worth, essentially mm-hmm. for jackpot purposes. But there is also uh, a lot of modes. There's about six different modes, and the modes are fairly fun. Um, this is done by the same guy that did Super League and Aliens, uh, Thomas okay. Price. So okay. I think uh, I personally like – well, Aliens is probably my favorite table that's been put out on Zen. Um, mm. Super League I really do have a good time with. But yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, but it's hard to get a flow going. Droids, you can get the flow going, but uh, you are correct. you gotta you got to figure out what it is that you're supposed to be shooting ahead of time. Once you yes. get that down, then it becomes a much more open, fun table. Um, but yeah. it also can be a, a, a grind fest. Um, yeah, exactly. New, New Hope just kind of uh, nothing stands out to me. But what I love about New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi, basically everything that uh, these are all by uh, Peter Graffel, mm-hmm. uh, also known as Deep. He's got the bounce. Oh yeah, I love that. Yes, that's he, that's what needs to happen in all tables. They need yeah. to have that bounce, the the good the graffle bounce, as we'll yes. call it. Um, or deep you, bounce. And 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 going from me playing Zoltan tables and then all of a sudden throwing in one of his, it was like, whoa, hey, this is like TPA. This is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like it should be. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. So uh, yeah. So then I I I, I mean interchangeable for me as Empire Return of the Jedi. Uh, once I figured out what was going on in Return of the Jedi, I really had a good time with it. Uh, probably mm-hmm. more so than Empire, um, but it's it's minuscule. Yeah, uh, right. But that leads me then to my uh, my top three. So the first one, uh, number three, would be Rebels. All right. Which is based off the uh, animated. Oh yes. Most recent animated show. Yep. Um, and. The reason why I really like this one is because starting the modes is not terribly difficult. Mm. The modes themselves are fun and challenging. 
Yeah, they uh, are definitely challenging. They're, they're not easy to... Because they, they actually follow on from each other, don't they? If you complete yeah. one, the next one starts automatically and stuff. I, uh, I don't... That, you know what? I'm not quite positive on that because I don't know if I've ever actually completed any of the modes. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, they, well, they seem to... The modes they, are actually really long. They're parts. Yeah, multi-parts. I think that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, so you complete one part of the mode and then the next part of the mode starts up. And so it'll be mm. kind of all of a sudden you have to shift your tactics. You know, you've been used to hitting a certain ramp over and over again and all of a sudden it's like, nope, don't hit that anymore. Now you got to do this over here. Um, yeah, I like the that. Only problem, the only problem with Rebels is there are a lot of countdown timers. In it. Mm. Now, the countdown timers are fairly generous, but it, it it still is a bummer because if you don't complete the mode, then you got to try it all over again from scratch. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing that I love about Aliens and that I like about Force I think with Force Awakens it did it. Force Awakens, I guess, remembered part of the mode that you'd done. But um, with Aliens, for sure, so long as you start the mode, you're good. You can move on. Yes. Um, that's so true. that's always kind of nice. Um, my number two table. It's that thing. <laughs> yeah. Aliens. It's just yeah. got so many. My number two table is Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Also based on the animated show. Uh, it's just a ramp combo heaven. <laughs> I you can and it's a bit of a grind fest also, but it's a very satisfying grind fest because once that's you start getting, that's the one with the really overexcited announcer. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I don't really enjoy that game that much. Um, yeah. No. It, I think because of the announcer and sort of the... I think it is the fact that it is a grind fest sort of takes the enjoyment away from me uh, a bit. Um, but, um, yeah, that's just me. Now, interesting, the designer of Clone Wars is the same guy that did Darth Vader. Oh, okay. He's also the same guy that did Iron Man. And you know me, I like Iron Man. So... Yeah, <laughs> yeah bizarre. It is bizarre. I, I really wish. Apparently, they do actually put the table designer on the tables somewhere, like their name. Okay. Um, apparently, um, I found this out, but I, I haven't been able to see it easily. Um, so yeah, the, having that list is is much better out on the the Zen forum because they actually have a list of all the designers on there. Oh right, yeah, that's what I was looking them all up on. Yeah, it was good. Uh, my number one table is uh, Force Awakens, which I think was a home run for them. Yeah. Um, it just basically hit all the sweet spots of, of what I like about Zen tables and what Zen cab- tables are capable of, but also had the proper physics that I enjoy. Um, it's just mm-hmm. really an enjoyable table. Yeah, that's right. Which is the one that's set in the forest? That would Again. be Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I don't mind that. There's something about that table that I'm actually okay with. Um, Once it's... I was able to uh, open up the it's like a hologram of the second Death Star that pops up, a big red hologram in the middle. Yeah. And when you shoot, it's got kind of a spinner a la uh, uh, Yes. Mm. Tells the Arabian Nights. Um, that also then sinks and captures your balls and everything, but it also then winds up bringing up two holographic images on the left and right side that are two different kinds of play fields also. So everything... Yeah. You never zoom into a playfield, you know, a mini playfield. It all pops up there on the table. Um, yeah. And once I started getting that stuff opened and everything, the, I really started enjoying it a lot. 
yeah, you went, oh, I had to go and do that again. Like, mm-hmm. you, you want the table to actually make you go, I must get up to that point again, which is why I think the aliens tables are just so attractive because you right. want to get to all the modes. Like, you go, oh, I got up to levels, I got up to mode six. Ah, oh, I wonder what mode seven is. Yeah. You know, and it drives you to go forward and drives you to replay it. I think that's the secret to, to Zen tables. That's what they need to design. They need to make you want to come back. And a so, lot of them don't. So, yeah, don't. So here's my invitation to everybody. Um, if you want to have, join in in this kind of fun and join in in the taunting, uh, I welcome it. Taunt yes. me at Shut Your Traps on Twitter, and uh, you know, just tell me what table it is that you just crushed my score on, <laughs> and uh, we'll see if I uh, if I take you up on the challenge or not. Um, like I said, there's certain people that if they come in and say you crushed, they, you know, they crushed my score. I'm going to look at their score and go, yep, you sure did. Yeah, you sure did. And I'm not going to go there at all because I'm never going to get there. See, for me, it's hard because, of course, scores are, cro- are not cross-platform. So I would yeah. not be able to compete with you um, on Steam and give you an absolute flogging. Um, so, <laughs> so I could only play on Android. And we've got some good players on Android too, I think. Um, uh, I don't know if Sven hangs out on Android. I think he actually just sticks around on Steam a lot. But we have... Have uh, Neil Treby, who's also in the the Farsight beta testing volunteers as well, and he's a very good player um, on there, on the tables. He's always first in my leaderboards, um, and um, I usually there's another guy called Dirk uh, who is mad, mad 07 on the forums. Okay. So uh, he is um, a pretty good player as well, actually, um, on there. And he, I've, I've managed to beat some of his scores occasionally, but um, yeah, I'm usually around third or second on most tables. Um, so I need to, I need to lift out my game. So I'll, I'll have a go this week as well, see if I can get some time on the Star Wars tables, and and uh, see how my scores go. And I'll post my my leaderboard screen um, on uh, that I get at the end of each game to show you where I'm currently sitting, so everyone can follow along at home. And uh, gang, uh, on Steam, I'm uh, pretty much across every platform. I'm shut your trap or shut your traps. It's kind of you know, sometimes they make me add the S because apparently somebody else already took the name. Um, yeah. But all you have to do is just look at the games. If you see Zen Pinball and Pinball Arcade in there, that's me. Um, yep. <laughs> and uh, go ahead and friend me. Uh, and pretty much anybody that asks, so long as I see that they're playing pinball, I say, yep, you can be my friend. And then you can uh, you can look at my scores and and play it that way. Um, yeah. That is the I, I'm seriously I wish Pinball Arcade did what Zen does with the as you're playing, seeing who's who's next up on the scores that you're chasing, because um, mm. it just it just magnifies for me the fun of it. Because yeah. I'll be just bashing along, not even thinking about it, and all of a sudden, boom, the notice pops up. Hey, you're almost, yeah. you're almost there. And also, you know, the palms get sweaty. It's like, yep. oh, oh, I, I can I can take care of that score. You know, and then if you don't, oh, that's that's exactly the motivation for me to go right back into the game. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I like, love I'm it. so close. As opposed the to with... score is fantastic. They oh, yeah. so need to do that on, on Pimble Arcade. Like, it's Pimble just Arcade is, oh, well, work. let me go check the leaderboards, and you go check the leaderboards, and then you're looking, and you got to you know cycle into your friends, and then you got to remember, oh, I'm okay, so I have 28 million there at 34 million. Oh, okay, fine. So then you go and you play the game, and sure enough, you get that 34 million, and then you're like, oh, but I was in sixth place, this person was in fifth place, so now who's one through four? 
Mm-hmm. You know, so exactly. You, just, you know, whereas on on Steam, it's always telling you who the next person is, who the next person is, until you get uh, until you become number one, and then even then it pops up a well. Now you got to beat the super score of this, you know, you know person, which is yeah, a combination exactly. of all your scores across all the tables. Um, oh, is so, that right? Okay. Yeah, that's that's awesome. They really need to do that. And um, again, like uh, like we were talking about on a couple of episodes ago, where Farsight had their own sort of account system, they need to utilize that a lot more to do this type of thing. It's it's just so it's so logical for them to do it, but they don't seem to. So it would it's one of those things that um, I I can just think of the answer now. Yes, we'd love to make a integrated <laughs> um, Farsight ID system that allows you to track everything. <laughs> that would be the response. Yeah, I think the response that I got a long time ago regarding that was, well, Zen is a custom program, and we are dealing with ROMs and emulation. Oh. Mm, right. Oh, so, okay. All right. <laughs> so, so, so then, hello, stranger, who had some weird, <laughs> bizarre uh, <laughs> login yeah, name. It's, it's uh, a different account I use for YouTube. Oh, I see. And ah. um, depends on. on I'm, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm a bit surprised. Uh, usually, when I'm uh, in in Google Plus or Hangouts, uh, it, it uses automatically my. Other uh, my my uh, real name handle, but uh, yeah. no, it doesn't. Not this but time. anyway, this now, the, now, the now you know who I am. Yes. So, <laughs> so now that you've heard my my assessment and Jared's uh, uh, agreement on all the various Zen Star Wars tables, uh, what do you do? You agree with any of my assessments? Um, yeah, the first one, of course, being uh, Balance of the Force. <laughs> yeah. I really dislike this table. It's terrible. <laughs> it is. It is horrible. When, 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 uh, when you asked me uh, to, to exclude this uh, out of our little uh, war, um, yeah. <laughs> I immediately said, yes, please. <laughs> no discussion about that. I'm, yeah. I'm uh, quite curious on the, the, uh, the droids table. Yeah. Um, that was one of the tables um, I didn't buy on Android, I believe, when when they had the uh, late uh, last sale, because I didn't like it very much. But playing mm. it today um, and and looking a bit uh, into the rules and and so, uh, it turned out to be quite a nice table. It is once you can get any of the modes started. Yeah. Um, then it the modes are a blast and they're hard. They are difficult. But the modes yeah. themselves are really fun. Um, True. It's just getting them started that's a, a little bit tricky. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't like uh, the Force Awakens that much uh, to put it on on rank one. Um, yeah. It, it's it's a nice table. I, I like to play it. Um, I think um, the the one I'm like most is probably the Starfighter's table. Really, Starfighter yeah. Assault. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that's the one I, I played most. Um, I agree with you on on, on the ones uh, Han Solo and um, uh, what was it? Um, Boba Fett, Darth Vader. Uh, Boba Fett uh, is a different story. Darth Vader, uh, I agree. 
uh, Boba Fett, uh, I played uh, today. Uh, you remember? Yeah, I do. That's the other <laughs> table that he, uh, he he tweeted that he'd beat me on droids and Boba Fett, and then I tweeted him back, uh, these are not the droids yeah, we're I, looking for. I, I hate you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Boba Fett, uh, the score he posted, that's going to be very, very tough for me to to take care of. Um, cause by the way, you, you were talking about uh, the... the um, Boba Fett and uh, the timed shots. Yeah. You know that you, uh, um, when you get to the bounty, uh, you have the selection between 10 million, 20 million, 30 million, 40 million, and 50 million. Yes. Have you seen that? I have seen that, and I figured that portion out. What I've not been able to figure out is what the heck are the missiles and how do you use them? Yeah, I haven't figured that out yet as well. Uh, I could have looked it up, but I was too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Because you you know uh, you uh, you are aware of the um, uh, the table descriptions uh, which are on on the block um, of uh, Zen Pinball or, or um, yes uh, Zen Pinball, uh, with, with all the detailed descriptions I'm pretty pretty sure uh, this uh, will be mentioned there um, but um, as I said uh, it's the same for me I, I don't know what what they do uh, but um, Depending on uh, whether you choose 10 million, 20 million, and so on, um, uh, I think the timer is different. On, on yeah, the shots. if you pick 10 million, there's no timer at all. If you pick uh, 40 million, it's a very quick timer. Um, yeah. But even even if you're not doing the missions with the timers, even if you're just doing the the combo ramps, mm. they time out so fast, mm. and the yeah, the way the ball true. drops into your flippers, it's you're having to do a live flick. It's not even a roll and flick. There's no time to catch the ball and flick. It's just I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. But anyway, I, I like it. And and the other table uh, you uh, didn't seem to like uh, is uh, the other one from from the both new ones. Um, uh, the uh, what was the name? Might of the first order. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I pretty much like that, yeah. Um, maybe, um, not sure whether more or um, on, on the same level as uh, Force Awakens now. I think they, they are both both nice tables. There you go, difference of opinions. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, fun. And, and, and Rebels, Rebels is, is a nice one as well. Rebels is, it's fun. It's I, like it. I like mm. it. Um, so Jared is, uh, all of our listeners, you, you can be thankful. Jared has a hard out today, so we're not going to go terribly long. <laughs> not like we did last time. Well, that was pretty long. So um, look, you know how I was talking about. my fault. It was all <laughs> your fault. So, yeah, so you know what's fault, We're, we're going to make sure that's not your fault anymore. We're going to mute you again. Bye, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sven. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's good. The mystery is solved. Hey, yeah, look, I was looking at the uh, looking at the leaderboard scores for for me on um, the Force Awakens, and yeah, it's like it's always Martin Rosby. Like for me, I'm sitting at about 66 million on that one, and uh, Martin is like 265 million. So I mean, that's a huge difference. Yeah, when you um, when you have to like you know four times your score, your yeah, best like, score. Uh, I can't do that. No, <laughs> I just can't it's, get there. It's very reminiscent of our talk last week. Um, exactly. So I oh, want yeah. I want to highlight just uh, uh, briefly one thing with, that came out about with the tournament. 
So Junkyard being one of the tables. Turns out that Junkyard is one of those tables that does Midnight Madness if your clock turns midnight. Ah. Midnight Madness scoring Bonanza. Oh, right. Okay. So what people have been doing in the tournament is setting their internal clock on their machine to, to score midnight while they're, right, while they're playing it so they can actually have a chance to score well uh, on that table because getting to outer space in a 10-minute time period is impossible. really tough. It's not yeah, impossible, but you gotta you got to be nailing everything perfect. So... Mm. I just thought that was interesting that uh, one more of those things where if Farsight would be able to put in tournament rules, that would not yeah. be an exploit. But no, that's right. It would turn off Midnight Madness, deactivate it. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was a few people that once they discovered that that ha- was possible, they pretty much threw up their hands in disgust and were like, all right, I'm not even going to try for that <laughs> table score anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is uncalled shenanigans. Let me go and get my broom. Right. Right. <laughs> And speaking of Farsight, um, they've uh, done a bit of an extra um, beta on Android that they're testing at the moment on the back of um, the last release, which was April Deluxe, um, to respond to a lot of the feedback they've been getting about like EM flipper noises from certain individuals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, me being one of them. Uh-huh. Um, they have uh, put in the hum, the hold hum noise. Uh, for the flippers, which is great, but the problem, the problem is at the moment it's not in the Android sound pool, so there's a 250 millisecond delay between your flipping and the flipper holding and then the sound playing. And it actually got me looking into more of the flipper-related stuff from a sound effects perspective, and I've noticed a few bugs which I've told them about. And it, like, if you're on Android at the moment, the latest build, public build, will have this problem as well, so you can play along at home. Um, but if you listen through headphones, you'll notice that there's actually no flipper stroke sound anymore in the game. And there is actually a a sound when the flipper goes back to its rest position. Um, They've got that sound in there, but there's actually no flip noise anymore, and it hasn't been in there for a while, I think. Um, So that's another thing that needs to be fixed. And um, as I thought would happen with the... um, the hold noise. Yeah. The there's two ways they could solve the problem with with having the flip sound come in and then the hold sound uh, trigger as well. And that is to record the flipper stroke and hold noise as one sound sample, as like a 10 second sound sample, for example. Um, so you had zero delay um, when you actually flip and then hold. Um, so it's just like one, you know, one continuous sound bite rather than being stitched together like they do now with the audio. Right. Um, and then maybe add in for people who are holding the flipper up for more than 10 seconds, putting in an extra sound for like an extra hold loop that just plays over and over again in a loop. Because at the moment what it does is they've recorded the hold, the hold winding sound for about seven seconds. So it loops and there's a definite cut between each looping uh... point. And it just sounds like, Ugh. I just hear it and I go, no. <laughs> Yeah, and so they, I think they really need to actually record the stroke and hold sound as one sound bite and make it like 10 seconds because no one really on an EM will be holding a ball for longer than 10 no. seconds anyhow. No. So I think that would be a good user experience. In, in real life, you didn't do that because the, the the carbon arcing smell would make you think that you're about to fry the table and people would start giving you dirty looks, so you go ahead and just flip the ball just so that, you know, 
Yeah, that's right. You didn't get kicked off the table for abusing it. <laughs> the other thing, the other thing that I've got a problem with with the, the whole wine at the moment, which I'm sure will be fixed because we are feeding back quite a lot of information to them about it, is the fact that the the sound itself is really quiet. And if you've been in front of an EM with a with a, a winding hold noise, you you know it's loud. It is really really quite loud. Like when you hold it, the whole machine actually vibrates if it's if it's badly maintained. Nah. And it gets it's an audible hum, whereas this is really quiet. And it's it's because Farsight claim that when they do the audio, they mix it with a glass off um, sort of um, audio mix. Then this is definitely not glass off. This is more glass on, but yeah. even quieter than glass on. So I said, yeah, you need to boost it about fifty about fifty percent and sort of make it about the same volume as the pop bumper sounds in the game because if they're coils, they should be making the same sort of volume level matched with the other coils in the game. So, yeah, that's the feedback I've given them. Let's see what they can roll in um, to it. I even did, like, videos, and they, they uh, in response to some of the guys on the forum that were having um, a few issues with finding out where they were in the tournament, They've also rolled into this beta some buttons that you can use to sort um, oh, good. your your position. Yeah, in the tournament, so they've taken away all the table sort buttons, like all the grouping buttons, and just put two in there. There's a few, I guess, usability issues that I found um, in the beta, which I've told them about, and um, I've hopefully that they'll be able to address those issues. Um, just like uh, what I don't know if it's like this on Steam, but they seem to overload the meaning of the buttons, where the button is actually a label as well, so um, almost like a heading for the 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 view. So, yeah. for example, if you've got like a, a list of people, like a, a leaderboard list, then the label might be top score. Um, so the button label might be you know top score, but then if you tap it, the button label changes to like individual score, like your own score. But the thing is, it, with a button, you need to know what state it will do when you tap it, not the current yeah. state. Right. So it's buttons should always be future state, and what they are at the moment is current state. So I've told them that's wrong, and you need to change that. Or one of the two things you can do, you can actually change the button to be future state, or you can actually make a proper heading on the page that takes the label out and then change the button label to something like change change listing or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just a little bit of better UX. On, on the buttons there, but that's just a minor quibble. The fact that we can actually now group and sort on um, the tournament results is is good. I yeah, think. definitely good. Yes, as opposed to having to go to a separate website, which is what we've been having to do. Which is no good, <laughs> no fun. Yeah, it's not that not the most uh, efficient way of doing things. No. Um, I also want to just kind of uh, highlight something I've been doing the past. Uh, well, I just finished the other day, but I've been doing it for 22 days in a row. It was this uh, push-up challenge, mm. and it was do 22 push-ups a day for 22 days. And mm-hmm. basically, what it was for was to raise awareness for post-traumatic stress disorder among uh, soldiers or former military, um, mm. because every single day, 22 uh, individuals commit suicide due to being overcome by post-traumatic stress disorder. And that's 22 people too many. 22 people too many, yeah. So um, what started out, uh, basically I was alerted uh, to this challenge because one of our forum members, uh, Leroy III, he was doing the challenge, started posting, 
and it was supposed to be then you're you know it's supposed to challenge somebody else and you know deal with that whole ice bucket thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't go for that. I don't like the peer pressure. So I was just like, you know, it's interesting. Why don't I just? I'm not going to wait for him to challenge me. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. So um, if uh, I did post this stuff on Twitter, never got a response, uh, which doesn't surprise me because it was all linked through my Instagram. Um, so if you want to yeah, see, I didn't uh, see any any videos or anything playing. Were there videos? It's videos, but it be it was basically a link to my Instagram. So the easier uh, right. way is just go to my Instagram account, and yes, you guessed it, just look up Shut Your Traps, and there you go. Um, and uh, you'll see the videos. Uh, I tried to do a different push-up every single day, a different type of push-up, to try and keep it interesting, and uh, there, were, there were a few that were kind of comical. Um, yeah, the ones anyway, that I, I didn't actually go and watch any of the videos, because I was expecting to sort of start playing. I went to the, the tweet, and I was going, why aren't these playing? Oh, whatever. And I just yeah. like backed out. But the one that there was one of them that had you in a frame with like doing push-ups and two tennis balls, but your feet were on a block. Yeah, I thought that's just that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there 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 was a few stunt push-ups that I was doing. Um, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to uh, to highlight because it is a good cause and uh, it's one of those things where go ahead and uh, do it for yourself. Um, not to mention, hey, you feel good uh, at the end of the day. We have to do 22 push-ups. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can nice. actually do 22 push-ups. Um, I could do 22 lady push-ups. That's what that's what Leroy was starting off with, and uh, yeah. by the end of his uh, session, he was actually able to do five manly push-ups. Manly, so, manly push-ups. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, is you just got to chip away at it with one push-up at a time. Chip away. The the last thing that I was going to mention is I'm I'm rather looking forward to doing this, and whenever I get a chance to recommend this particular movie, I do, uh, because I think it's a brilliantly fun, and we're so far away from when it was released that you probably, if you have not seen it or heard of it, then you don't know anything about it, and that's the best way to go into it. So I'll ask you, Jared, have you ever seen a movie called The Descent? The Descent. I don't yes. think so. Well. Do yourself a favor and watch it. And I'm saying this to everybody. So here's here's the point. Do not read any descriptions about it. Right. Just watch the movie. Okay. Because the less you know about it, the more fun it is. I will say okay. I will say what the basic premise is, and okay. that is a group of adventurer women uh, go cave diving. Oh yeah. Okay. And things go a little bit wrong in the cave. And if you suffer from any kind of claustrophobia, this is going to be the scariest movie you've ever seen. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So warning, claustrophobics may not want to watch this unless they're in a well-lit room during the day. (laughs) Right. Now, it is also a horror movie, which means that uh, when accidents happen, they're kind of grisly. Okay. Okay. And accidents do happen. So because it's a horror movie, yes, it would be a so, horror movie unless accidents happen. What uh, what I'm excited about is I am going to be uh, lending this movie to somebody that I know tomorrow, and uh, I can't wait to hear their response because they've already told me that they are deeply claustrophobic. Oh. And... <laughs> See, I can't watch. There's a lot of horror movies or like you know slash flicks that I wouldn't mind watching, but the problem is that my wife hates them. She will refuse to watch them on movie night, so I would need to go and just hire them out and just watch them on my commute into the city or something like that. Yeah. Stay. Um, she yeah, she just hard passes them all the time. Nope, not watching them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if you'd be able to sucker her into something like this. It's a very slow build. Um, all right. In no, terms she, of 
like, like you, you might get, you might get twenty minutes in and, and not realize what kind of movie you're about to be getting into. Uh, that yeah. kind of thing. So I don't know if, uh, nah. if you were she wouldn't go for it. <laughs> Uh, so I'll, I'll hopefully be able to report back to you uh, next week then what this guy's response was because I think it's going to be a uh, one of I'll those like, I had a hidden camera while he was watching it moment. <laughs> I'll see if I can fit it in. I'll see if I can maybe get it out and um, and hire it and download it and watch it over the course of the week on my commutes in. And, That's uh, it. it's, it's called The Descent. It's directed by uh, Neil Marshall, I believe is his name, yeah. um, uh, who I think is an Aussie. Okay. Anyway, that's enough of my nonsense. Uh, let's let Jared uh, get out of here at a decent time. Yeah, that's right. Because, hey, look, we're actually ahead of schedule. It's seven minutes ahead. So... Well, we're, we're ahead, but that just leads us to, hey, if you want to talk to us at all, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Twitter, at Blockade. Or you can follow Jared, at Jared Morgs, or myself, at Shut Your Traps. Want to send us an email? Go ahead and do that. We are at blah, blah, blockade at gmail.com. Or you can just go to our website, blockadepinball.com all the good info is right there that's where you can also download all of our episodes see all the timing notes of uh, basic descriptions of uh, what everything is going on in the show and so that you can fast forward right to your favorite moment because we know that that's what you people do yeah, that's right yeah so enjoy <laughs> enjoy fantastic well hey happy father's day to you uh, thank for, you for you in that weird time we here in America are having uh, labor day and uh, which means three-day weekend, and I have no idea what's going on for uh, Xenia in Germany. Probably beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a default thing. That is sausage, beer and sausage. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Is it, wait, is it sausage or bratwurst? I'm gonna go with bratwurst. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so until next time, uh, play some pinball, huh? Yeah. See you later, guys. All right. Bye bye. Wizardamusement.com the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods to buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own the table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast to receive 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favourite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball. Um, why am I not being able to unmute? Let's try... <laughs> That's muted you. <laughs> ah, that was the wrong button. That how was do the I... So you can click on the dude, I think. Click I on the little. I'm yeah. clicking on the dude, and nothing's happening. <laughs>